0: All right, so you are hanging out. This is uh, about a year down the road. Yeah. You're in sunny Los Angeles, California. Yeah. The city of angels. Lately, like, you've been uh, walking around, and uh, sometimes you'll actually, when you're walking around L.A., it's almost like you can hear the flutter of wings.
1: Giant wings. <laughs> what do you mean giant? I hear that's not a flutter pat. That is ominous. Like you found a uh, uh a,
0: a lo like a a pond and you've been uh you know just kind of walking around it and uh like I, you've been in this I found a like- pond? Well yeah, like the whole point is that you like start walking around this pond uh near your house just like, you know, for exercise and Yeah.
1: Echo Park Lake things. is right near me.
0: Sure. So you go to Echo Park Lake yeah. and uh you're listening to some uh some music and stuff as What am working. I listening to? Um Nelly Furtado.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm
0: like a bird. I wanna fly away. I don't know. you've uh, been uh writing you know you're not gonna do anything with this we've been writing a parody song to that same song yeah you're like i'm like a turd just flush me away
1: yeah i mean that sounds like something i would absolutely do so absolutely. you know you're kind con- of i would call you're it nelly like- turd
0: you like you take out like a notebook and you write down Nelly Furtado and you underline it t- sixty nine times. Man, so you're uh, you're walking around and you're listening to uh, Nelly Furtado and you're singing the you know the songs.
1: I'm like a push yeah. me away.
0: So you um, you're walking around uh, Echo Park Lake and like as you're walking you kind of hear like the mighty beating of wings
1: what do you mean by that like woof woof
0: yeah where's the fuck is it coming for like like for a second it it, like the wind is so intense you actually lift off the ground by like five feet it
1: blows me off of the ground by five feet
0: kind of turns you on a little bit and you go what the heck and you uh look up and you see like angels flying above you angels are tearing shit up there's probably about like a thousand of them. Why am I dying? You think that's yourself? You go, "Am I dying?" And you look up, and they all look down at you, and in unison they go, "Hi, Aaron." So even have like thinking a lot. Of, so you're you're in the city of angels, and uh, you're kind of hanging out, <laughs> getting it <laughs> done of a bitch. <laughs> and um, every once in a while, you you hear the wing, but now you you just don't look up. <sighs> like you sometimes you walk around, and you're like you'll hear the swoop fwomp fwomp and you just don't look up
1: so um you have a, a gig i'm being uh, followed by a, a thousand angels everywhere i go it's a lot more than a thousand a, a choir's worth of angels everywhere i go and uh, it's it's
0: literally a choir like you can hear them sing sometimes how
1: distracting is this this sounds so distracting
0: it just happens every once in a while, but like whenever they do show up, they sing like uh, they sing like "Vertical Horizon," the angels above you. They're like, uh, you know, somewhere it's speaking, and i closing in. She's everything you want, you're they
1: like, just love that it. song.
0: Yeah, and you kind of do too. Like it kind of doesn't bother you. Like, like, yeah, at dude. first, at first you're a little weirded out by the uh, you know the uh, the angels following you around the city of angels, but uh, originally, eventually you get uh, used Lonely
1: to it. Lonely as I am. Sure.
0: Together we cry. So, uh, you're kind of like hanging out and things are going okay. Like you get a uh, a gig, you're doing stand up at this bar in, uh, in LA. It's called um, The Bar of Dreams. So, this is like um, a good bar. No, <laughs> no. It's, what what's it's, bad about it? Um, it's every Besides year, the name, ev- every year, Bartender Magazine puts out uh, a a <laughs> thing, uh, a magazine where they just focus on the top ten worst bars <laughs> in America.
1: Bartender and, Magazine.
0: Yeah, and this bar is deaf. It's always on there. Why? It never gets higher. It never gets higher than number three. But it kind of it kind of goes. It oscillates between three and like seven so it's like three but it's perpetually year, year, bad five. yeah it's always bad
1: and it's always open in spite of how bad it is yeah why am i doing a show there
0: you're just you know you're working on uh, some stuff you actually you get books to uh david letterman is doing a, a comeback special oh no and he uh uh has you as the uh, comedian it's great comeback, the comeback special is called uh <laughs> let her man because it's like him and it's like it's like all female <laughs> guests except for except you. me because but, he he was that one night you were telling jokes out at uh this comedy club in la yeah yeah it's called um giggles guys gals good times
1: <laughs> and that's the we, full name of the comedy club people, giggles people, people, guys gals <laughs> good times. times people just call it g4 Oof. so you perform
0: a g4 and like and like <laughs> oh, david letterman no. <laughs> was there he didn't realize it was a comedy club he thought it was like an italian place and so he he, he got there <laughs> And uh, he was like, well, fuck it. I'll just hang out. And he's like, you were the only comedian. He was good. There was a bunch of like, there was one guy who went up. Uh, he was doing this character. His name was Horny Hank. And oh, no, no one, no one liked it. It was very bad. <laughs> I don't blame there him. There was, there was one, this woman went up and uh, her character, it was like, um, she was like, you know, I got to tell you guys, it's hard being a lady doing comedy but you know what's even worse being a lady in isis so the
1: character that she does is um well, there's a like, lot of characters on this show i've noticed like you said this is a stand-up but <laughs> there's two different characters there's a and one of them is a horny hank and then there's a woman in isis is that what you're telling me
0: yeah, her name is Isis Terror Isis, <laughs> and she does these jokes as if she's, like, an Isis and stuff, and it doesn't uh, go over too well, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you go up, and you just fucking murder, and David Letterman's like, I need this guy on my show.
1: That's incredible. What a stroke of luck.
0: Yeah. So, you, you end up doing uh, the show, the comeback special. It's huge. Um, half of America watches it. Holy shit. Yeah. How, do I, how like, do I do on it? You fucking kill. From the moment that the set starts, like you walk out and you're funny from the jump. Like you literally, as a cur- uh, he goes like, Dear Matt- David David Letterman's like, all right, all right, and uh, our final guest tonight is a uh, stand-up uh, comedian. He lives here in Los Angeles by way of Austin, by way of St. Louis, by way of DuPo, Illinois. <laughs> Here's Aaron Brooks. <laughs> So you walk out, and you didn't uh, tie your shoes. So you walk out, and you like, just fall over immediately. Like, uh, the, the, like the, uh, the, the curtain opens, and you kind of walk out. You take one step with your left foot, and you kind of raise your hand like, hey, everyone. And then with your right foot, you just trip over like a fucking dunce. But your adrenaline is, is like going at the highest it ever has. So when you trip and fall... For a moment, you just think to yourself, like, "Well, I'm fucked." But then you like roll. You somehow are able to tuck your body into like a roll, and you roll forward like ten feet, and you pop out, and the crowd is going crazy. That's fucking wild. And you grab, the, and you grab I... the microphone, and you go, "You motherfuckers, ready to laugh?" And everyone's like, "Going what?" Nuts. Yeah, I say, you say "Motherfucker," on on NBC. You go, you, "Or CBS." You go, "You motherfuckers, ready to laugh?" And people go, like, David, and you kind of look, you kind of, like, out of the corner of your eye, you look over at David Letterman, and he is just doubled over laughing. He loves it. So you, you do, like, a, like, you know, like, a standard, you know, seven to eight-minute set or whatever, and you demolish, dude. Like, people Great. are loving it. Letterman calls you over to the desk. You sit down, and he's like, and he's like, hey, Aaron, um, he goes, that was incredible. And he looks at you, and he goes, you know, I'm not an astronomer, but I know when a star is born.
1: Oh, no, David Letterman, no. <laughs> Why do you have to say that? Just what he says.
0: So, you end up, uh, as a result of this, you end up getting a gig. Uh, it's called the, uh, cr- the, the Cruise with No Rules. Oof. It is a. Um, a ruleless cruise like is what it sounds like. It's pretty much exactly what that it sounds off.
1: Like. I wouldn't do that.
0: Well, well, hold on. So, what happens is um, every uh, no year
1: they,
0: they take this like a uh, like cruise into the Pacific Ocean or whatever, and um, they hit international waters. And once they hit international waters, there are no rules. I'm not doing
1: that. That's the reason, terrifying. The, re-
0: the reason that you do it is that they give you uh, one rule could be kill the comedian. Absolutely. You but know they what I go, mean? L- they go, look, here's the deal. We're gonna pay you well, you know, but we're, we're you know, but also like the room that you're staying in is like a padlocked <laughs> room. It's uh, I don't
1: give a fuck. I'm gonna be exposed. You know what I mean? And now, now I can't enjoy this cruise that I'm on. N- no. I you can't go to the buffet. You know what I mean? That's why I um, a- I mean you can go to the buffet if you want to. Yeah, but it, it, there are no
0: rules. Yeah, but you have bodyguards with you. On the no rules cruise.
1: I mean those guys are obligated I mean, you know what I mean? We're all in the same boat, literally and yeah. yeah, figuratively. Well, no, so so they're 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 actually paid by the company. So like
0: like like then they're paid well. Like they like they'll they they're, they're like yeah, like I could kill if I wanted to but i'm not going to because you know my company's paying me and if i satisfy my bloodlust on you uh I'm, I'm out of the gig that pays handsomely
1: but i mean if somebody could take over the boat you know that were in a captain phillips scenario sure you know there's a lot that could go wrong out on the high seas
0: you think that to yourself but like you kind of need the money
1: <sighs> yeah you killed a kid i killed the child
0: yeah you do. doing uh, right after the letterman thing you were like thinking you were so pumped on adrenaline that you just went to like a nearby open mic uh it was at this uh, bar called um C food they don't serve any food i don't know why that it's called that but you oh. go in uh Uh, and and, and, like there's an open mic going on there and so you go up on stage and my Letterman set has
1: just aired or just been recorded. No, you
0: just taped it. Okay. Okay. So you're like, you walk in and uh, the host is uh, a guy who who knows you, like he's seen you perform before. Man. Uh, His name is um, Bran Blubs. (laughs) He's like, uh, he's like, you walk in, he goes, Aaron, right? He goes, you know, I, uh, I saw you at... And he just names like a show you performed at, like last yeah, month. yeah. He's like, "Oh man, that's uh, you're really funny. Do you uh, you, you
1: want to do some time? I mean, I guess if that's why I'm there. Yeah, yeah. The is rushing through your but I don't think I think what I would want to do is just go home and get really high and crank it and fall asleep.
0: You think that to yourself, but you think to yourself like I have to stop. I you, you, your adrenaline's going so crazy, and this just hap this bar happens to be around like the corner
1: from where you get see in. food. Yeah.
0: That you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do a a four minute set. I'm going to go home, get high, crank it, everything you just said. Uh Okay. So you go up and um, you're you're telling jokes and things are going pretty good. Like you're working on this new chunk where you're like, um, it's basically about how glad you are that uh, the bees are all dying. But it's pretty funny. (sighs) I'm not though. At one point you go, hey. What is a bee's favorite uh, extinct uh, country? The bzzz in Team Empire. I'm doing bad bee jokes,
1: and I have to get them out of me.
0: You just do the one bad joke, and like, but the crowd is like, "Oh fuck!" They get, it. they just laugh. Then you go into like the normal material and stuff. But at one point, you kind of look over and you see this uh, this guy sitting down, and he is not laughing at anything. Been there. And, yeah and you go like it's this thing where as comics we all have this thing happen to us where you're killing but you just notice the one guy who isn't laughing
1: oh yeah yeah so for sure and you you have to make that guy laugh
0: literally everyone like the bar staff is laughing like you look over like the bartender is like just doubled over laughing she just loves it and like you look kind of like look next to her and in the well there's like 17 orders that have been printed through and she just hasn't made any of them because she's just watching you do comedy I'm crushing it Yeah, what's that bartender's name Uh, her name is uh, Carrie on (laughs) on So, uh, so what happens is, uh, you're up there and like, you look at that one person not laughing and you're like, what the fuck is this about? So finally you look and you just go like, Hey, you having a bad day or something? You're not laughing at nothing. And the, and the guy's like, the person's like, we'll say something funny. And everyone goes, Ooh, and you go, yeah, I know something funny. Your goddamn credit score. And everyone goes oh and, and like the person stands up and you notice that it. it's like clearly like a 12 year old kid and you're like what the fuck and then and then it's like fuck you and he runs out and he's hit by a car immediately and whoa
1: does. yeah so his family su- is like suing you I And mean, then they can't sue me for that but they do you know what i mean that's not my fault i didn't hit him with a car as now, somebody else did yeah but that person sped away and
0: was never found
1: that doesn't mean I'm some guilty. Some say they never existed in the first place. Yeah, they did. They hit a child with a speeding
0: vehicle. Well, I'm just saying some people say that, but it's clearly not true. So uh, you're like, uh, you kind of need the money. So you end up taking this, uh, this gig, the No Rules
1: Cruise. How much is it paying me? Um, they're paying you 10 grand. And I have a padlocked room that I can, yeah. lock, I can lock myself
0: you have two guards, Bruno, and then the other guy's also named Bruno.
1: Bruno and Bruno too. You you call him
0: that. He's like, my name's Bruno. You're like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm how, how would I differentiate
1: between the two of you? It's all confusing. Yeah, so, it's uh, very confusing.
0: You go out, you do the first
1: gig, and uh, what's it the goes obligation? Well. How many shows am I doing?
0: You're on the sea for seven for a week, seven nights.
1: So I do so, seven shows
0: yeah you, you you just do one show a night
1: okay like 30 minutes what
0: do they want there's a, a guy who does like 10 minutes to open up and then you the guy doing the 10 minutes to open up um is this dude uh his name is um caramel jones so he goes up and uh, he's pretty <laughs> fucking funny dude like Good. he has had like it's basically it's mostly storytelling like, obviously, but, like, you can tell this guy's done stand-up for a while because it's, story, it's this thing that, uh, that the good storytellers do on stage. I consider you one of them where you, uh, it's a story, but there's a punchline every, like, couple lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's so, so, people don't even realize they're hearing a story. They just think it's stand-up. You know what I yeah. mean? So, he kind of does that. It, it meshes really well with your style. He just tells stories about, you know, like, living in, like, um, Antarctica. He grew up there. And he kind of tells some crazy stories about there. Like, some of the stories are intense. Like, like, some stories he doesn't tell on stage. Like, some stories you actually, after the gig, you hang out at the bar together. He's like, uh, you know, he doesn't really drink either, so you guys can just hang out and chat. And some of the stories he tells you are pretty
1: intense. Being Caramel Jones. Yeah, because fast friends.
0: Yeah, he grew up in Antarctica, and okay. so he tells stories about like he's like, yeah, you know, it's crazy in Antarctica is that it's always snowing year round. Uh, and my parents were both like scientists, and uh, they were living there. And they, they, it's crazy that they they never told anyone I was born. It's like technically I don't exist. That's fucking bananas, dude. He's like, do you know that polar bears can speak Spanish? No. Why the fuck? He goes, well, they can. I've seen it. It's very weird. He goes, no one in Antarctica speaks Spanish, so it's it's kind of they're kind of frustrated but uh he's like yeah dude like life is just nuts and you trade some stories back and forth he's a pretty good guy caramel jones so uh after the first (laughs) night like things are going like pretty okay and um you're like wow this has been like kind of cool and it's this thing where it's like it's a no rules cruise and you're they're in international waters but they're basically like everyone there is like pretty like it's not like you walk around and there's like guys like you know murdering people or yeah, like yeah. robbing people basically the no rules cruise is targeted toward aging like baby boomers basically who are like they're like look i'm not going to do anything but i like the idea that i could if i wanted to okay if i wanted to okay so okay. You, uh, you keep doing the shows with caramel jones and things are going real well on the third night uh, you get off stage and, uh, you know, you're fucking sweating. Anyway. How much
1: time am I doing again? 30 minutes. Caramel
0: okay. does uh, 10. You do 30. Okay, so it's a short but show. Sometimes you go over. Sometimes like you're doing so well that you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And management is like, yeah, dude, just keep going. <laughs> if you're doing well, if you want to, yeah. keep going. We're, We're not going to tell you to stop. Yeah. Which is kind of not the best way to run a show, but like whatever. Yeah. So you get off. Caramel Jones gives you bug, uh, gives you kind of like a, a handshake and like a little hug or whatever as you get off stage. <laughs> and uh, you're feeling a little tired. So you're like, I'm just going to go back to the room. Yeah. And you kind of like wave to Caramel as you walk away. He's like, yeah. You kind of walk away. And uh, as you're about to. Uh, I like Caramel Jones. You and Caramel Jones have a very nice uh, time together like like you guys like, where's he I'm, live? he is based out of uh portland oregon oh okay and uh his deal he he's like like he like his deal is like look man like i i actually run a successful rubber band business back in oregon it kind of lets me you know it gives me the uh opportunity to go on the road and a tell rubber jokes
1: band what do you mean by a rubber band business he's like do you know what a rubber band is? Yeah, I know what a fucking rubber band is. He goes, "Well, then that's it." I well, don't know do, you, I mean, do you do you make them? Do you, yeah. do you, well, you produce them? I don't. So you goes, you run you you own or you run a rubber band factory.
0: He goes, "Yeah, you know it's interesting because we were kind of struggling for a long time, but now we uh, we just sell to uh, this one group, the Lanolax Corporation. They are for some reason really intent on getting uh, all our rubber bands, like to the point where like." they demand numbers that we just can't hit you know like we need three billion this month and it's like we just can't do that but whatever you know it keeps the lights on and so you guys actually get to know each other and like he's like a really cool guy he he has like ten kids and like he shows you photos and he has a story he's so proud of all of them and he has a story for all of them like he's like a pretty cool guy you know what I mean yeah You, you guys get along really really well he's like Look, Aaron. Um, I don't know when you're ever going to be in my area, but you—we got to link up, buddy. He oh. goes, "I got a room with your name on it, my friend." He goes, "Not cool. literally." Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you, Caramel. He nut taps you. You nut tap him right back. Oh, I'm not wanna... to What you guys do? So, uh, like, i hate, like, like, I hate, I hate, like that guy basically like what's been happening is he's been going like on stage he's been like all right you're headlining tonight all the way from los angeles california aaron brooks and you guys have this nightly game where the first you both try to nut tap each other as yeah. you walk onto the stage yeah sometimes you hit him and he just and like you just go, you just hear him go like oh as he walks off but sometimes he hits you and so the first like three minutes of your act you're just like gasping you're like, trying to get aaron and stuff because you just hurt so bad <laughs> So uh, anyway, so you're, you're walking back to your room, and like right as you're like, you have to walk through. There's like this uh, commons area. They have to walk through. Whether there's like a dance floor and shit. Yeah. And then uh, your um, your room is actually after you get through there. There's a very long hallway. Your room is at the end. You never hear it at night. Like it's it's actually really nice. So you kind of walk through, and okay. suddenly you hear like, "Oh my god, there's been a murder."
1: What do you do? I mean, Bruno and Bruno are with me. Yeah, they're both with you. They sound
0: like a security force. They kind of like look over at each other and they like nod and they go like, uh, Mr. Brooks, we're going to get you back to your room right now. Great.
1: Let's do
0: they that. Actually, they do the thing where it's like you kind of put both your arms out and they each <laughs> grab your arm. <laughs> they and they just pick me arm. up. Yeah. And they walk like really fast. Like yeah. they walk so fast and it is lifting you is effortless, man. So they bring you back to your room, and and they uh, they put you in there, and uh, they they kind of stay on the like, the outside or whatever, and guard it. And like good night, Aaron. You walk in, you say nothing to them. You don't respond.
1: I would say good night to them. I'm not rude. I mean, the Brunos are helping me out. I'd sure. say th- I'd say thanks, fellas. Have a good night. They're like, thank you, Aaron. One
0: one of them one of them kind of like touches you on like the elbow, and he goes, by the way. I got some notes for you. I saw your performance. He goes, we'll talk tomorrow.
1: Oh, Bruno.
0: You close the door. You're like, well, whatever. And, um, you're pretty tired. You're exhausted, but you're like, I am going to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, you go into, uh, uh, the bathroom and, uh, change. Uh, you're wearing uh, white boxers with hearts on them. And, um, you uh change you uh you know pee real quick and you're about to leave when suddenly you just uh, hear like uh, hey Aaron, hey Aaron. <sighs> he kind of stumbles a little bit. He's clearly been drinking.
1: What do you do? Wait, I stumble. No, the voice stumbles. Oh, okay, gotcha. I see.
0: Hey Aaron, uh, down here, buddy.
1: I'm so fucking mad.
0: Uh, and you go, know, what the heck? Like, you kind of like turn towards the mirror and it's weird because when you look in the mirror, your front tooth yeah, has like eyes and a mouth. Motherfucker. He goes, hey, Aaron, it's me. Give me the tooth. <laughs> and you kind of go, what? And you kind of like rub your eyes. And when you open them, now the tooth not only has eyes and a mouth, it's got a giant like a bushy beard. Yeah. He goes, "Aaron, I'm Timmy the Tooth. I'm here to help you out."
1: What do you mean help me out, Timmy the Tooth? With he goes what? on to
0: ex- He goes on to explain uh that he's part of this group called uh, the Tooth Gang. And uh, what happens with to the Tooth Gang is that um anywhere that there's like teeth, they can see what's going on. He goes on to explain that he knows exactly who committed the murder tonight, and he needs you to go ahead and, you know, get vengeance.
1: Why me? And he, he goes,
0: and in, and in exchange, we'll pay off that family, buddy.
1: <laughs> How much money do I owe them? 375000 Under threat of law, I owe them... Yeah.
0: Uh, I didn't even do anything. The judge in the case, uh, he bought your album when it came out, and he did not like it.
1: Well, fuck him. $375,000. He goes,
0: well, wipe it away, buddy.
1: He goes, you just have
0: to kill a man.
1: I'm not a killer. I'm not a killer. In spite of what the law has decreed me, sure i am not a killer
0: he goes aaron this guy's killed somebody he's no good
1: you need to call the police he smiles and his smile extends past the frame
0: of the tooth
1: you're 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 in a cop's head you're in so many cop heads i would bet what percentage of cops have all their teeth or enough teeth to have a tooth gang representative in there. I, I mean, mean 90, probably, I mean... 90, often. 98? 99.9%. I mean, some of them might have dentures and stuff. Sure. But that still counts. He oh. goes,
0: we can see through dentures, Aaron!
1: That <laughs> you need to talk to a cop, because you don't, I can't do anything. There are There's Bruno and Bruno outside. You could talk to them. They have teeth. <sighs> i'm not going to take a man's life so you blank and your teeth
0: are back to normal and you're like that was weird um you um you brush your teeth and everything and and, um you go to sleep you dream of a howling void you wake up the next day and you're like all right well you know whatever this is um another another day you know another day on the boat and, uh, the cruise with like, no rules. The cruise with no rules. And you kind of like wake up and you're like, oh man, you think to yourself like, you don't drink coffee, but you're like, I can't wait to grab some orange juice and some breakfast. This is going to be a good day. Yeah. And you kind of look over and in your bed is um, the uh, the dead body of caramel. God damn it. His throat's been slit. What the and fuck? You can tell that all the blood has been drained from his body. <sighs> And you go, what the fuck? And you look, and at this, uh, at the uh, the foot of your bed is this guy. He's holding a bunch of water balloons that he throws at you. And <laughs> they You the realize that they're actually filled with the blood of your friend Caramel.
1: Oh, no. and uh,
0: the blood goes everywhere. And the Caramel, guy goes, the guy goes, you had your chance, stupid. And he chops your head off. <laughs> <like>, God <laughs> damn it! It just it it just paints the fucking room red. <sighs> for the next 10 years uh they actually can't get red out of the walls there oh yeah it doesn't matter what they do <sighs> it's just always red there's blood
1: everywhere that you fucking head, sucks you got your
0: head chopped off that you fucking knew, sucks you knew there was
1: a killer there and you did nothing to stop it because i'm a coward pat i'm a coward and i'm not good at anything yeah there's yeah, without, no reason for me without to do a that. head you cut your head off fuck you <laughs>
0: <coughs> he killed your one friend on board. How's that make you feel? Pretty fucking strong. You Fuck you.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. You died, asshole.